Chapter 4, Necropolis As always, the cops kept raiding our house. And as always, we eventually had to move on. Wandering the streets homeless, my mother took me to live with Ray. She told me that he was my real father, so I was happy to finally meet the guy. I always wanted to know who my real father was, and I was about to meet him. Would he like me, I thought? I hope so. He lived in Highland, on the next street over from where Matthew lived. And I wondered if Matthew would find me. But he never did. Ray had grown up in this neighborhood, right along with my family. And he was real close with one of my uncles, Jerry. Ray didn't associate with drug addicts, so living with him would be different. It would be a new experience for me, but I was used to changes, so I didn't take it too hard. Compared with most of the men I knew, Ray was a regular guy, an honest guy, hard-working man with a job breaking concrete at a construction company. The all-American type, right down to the blonde hair and blue eyes. Ray was easygoing, and he had a kindness in him that was sincere. I felt safe with, safe with Ray, and living with him, it was fun. Ray was a strong believer in school, and I had to go. Sometimes when school was out, he would take me on jobs with him. He'd drive by buildings and tell me how he had helped build it or lay the concrete. Ray was proud of contributing to the community, and he, had a, he was a strong believer in doing what was right. He spoke highly of my Uncle Jerry, telling me how strong Jerry was when we were kids, and how they worked together, and what a good person he was. And Jerry had once saved Ray's life. And when a car accident went over a cliff, and it gave me a sense of pride. I always looked up to Jerry, but Ray made him seem like a real hero to me. Ray's wife, Deborah, was in the military and had recently come back from Desert Storm. She was a really nice woman with beautiful brown skin and long dark hair. And I wondered what she did in the war. She seemed too pretty to fight. It was a new experience for me. I'd never seen a normal couple like this before. Two people who were in love and smiled at each other with true affection. They even laughed at each other's idiosyncrasies instead of yelling and punching. I sensed she didn't like me coming between them, but she was never mean about it, so I couldn't be sure. But Ray, he worked in the garage a lot, a good craftsman. He showed me how to cut wood and build things. For Father's Day, he asked me if I wanted to take something to my grandpa. Sure, but what are we gonna to make him? I asked. What do you think he'd like? I don't know, he likes knives and fixing cars. Well, how about we build him a box to put his knives in? I was excited. That sounds cool. How do we do it, I said. Ray took me with him to the hardware store and we walked down the aisles and picked out what we needed, and Ray let me decide what sort of wood to use and which hinges to pick, and he explained why certain wood lasted longer and that he would shine it once, and once we were done, the box would, it looked like it was brand new, like right out the store, and I couldn't wait to get started. I'd never built anything before in my life, and I knew my grandpa would be proud of me. 
Back in the garage, Ray showed me where to cut the wood, and I had to push the saw, and Ray made a big show of it, telling me how good I made those cuts. And when we finished that box he handed me, he had me an engraving along with it, and he said that I should write something on the, on the lid. And before we put the final coat of lacquer on it, I did that. Well, I wondered what to write. Deborah came out with two glasses of lemonade, and she was impressed with our work. As always, she made us laugh, and then she left us to our work. In that time, I figured what I'd really write was simple. Grandpa. That's all I could think of. was absolutely perfect with its shiny gold hinges and gold chain the light brown wood was glossy the top had my childish writing and I knew we had built it but it looked like something we bought <laughs> and I was very proud in that moment when the time came we took that box to my grandpa I ran up to him and jumped in his lap and I handed him that box happy father's day grandpa What's this? What do you got here, bud? He asked. A box for me and Ray. We made it for you, grandpa. Really? You made this? I love it. I'm going to put it right here on my table. I asked him. Do you really like it? I love it, bud. Well, we made it for your knives. And I wrote on it. So you know it's for me. That's a good idea. I put my favorite ones in it. And you got good writing, bud. No, I don't. You're just saying that. Would I fib to you? Nope. Ray signed me up for baseball. Probably hoping it would calm me down. My attention span wasn't that great. But I love sports. On his days off, Ray would take me out to the park to toss the ball around. He showed me how to improve my batting. Sometimes Uncle Jerry would come by. And if it was any sport Jerry was good at, it was baseball. Life for Ray was peaceful. In his backyard, he built a treehouse for his own two children. And they didn't live with Ray, but they came to see him on the weekends. Ray loved them. and He, all, he was always very good to them. He never made me feel that he loved them more than me, which meant a lot. I liked to stay in the treehouse with Deborah's niece when she would come over and we would make out <laughs> and talk about what we wanted to become, about music and how much we liked each other. <laughs> and I did like her a lot. Why wouldn't I? I was a boy, she was a beautiful girl and a good kisser. And we kept our relationship a secret. She didn't think her family would like the idea of us going out. Who could blame her? I was a bad boy. She was a good girl. School was hard for me, and I didn't understand the work most of the time. Especially math, I'd just sit at my desk and make jokes and fool around. I wasn't a logical kid. My emotions got the better of me most of the time. If a kid told me something, if he was, if he was bullying one of my friends, or 
I go fight that kid. I just, I didn't think things through. I couldn't control my reactions to situations. And when I started to get upset, it led to a fight. Eventually I was suspended, then expelled. And the school district paid for a taxi to take me out to the district to Muskoy Elementary. And I went there because I'd already been expelled from all the other schools in the district. That was when I was living with my mom. We were moving from one place to the next and I was fighting people everywhere. The ride, it took 18 minutes. Most days I stared at the meter and I daydreamed. And I would wonder where my mom was. And I hoped she was okay. I missed her. The taxi driver, Walter, was an overweight guy in his 40s, and he liked to smoke. He wasn't much of a talker, but I didn't mind. I liked the peace and quiet. Walter picked me up after school and he drove me home, too. The other kids in the school thought I was a badass. Everyone in my family smoked, and when some kids in school did, too, I thought I'd take some cigarettes with me. So one day, I took some of Walter's cigarettes, and I remembered when my brother and me were caught smoking by my mother's ex. Ronnie, he made us eat a whole pack of cigarettes. And I was sick for days, and I hated the idea of smoking after that. But Ronnie, he wasn't around anymore, and maybe I would like them like everyone else did now. And I took a smoke here and there from Walter for a long time before he finally caught on. He shouted at me, leave my smokes alone, boy. And I never took anyone after that. That didn't mean I was now on a good path or anything like that, far from it. I was missing my mom and missing my freedom that I had while I was living with her. I thought I knew what was right for me. But my idea of what was right was actually wrong. All I wanted to do was have fun. The fun meant breaking windows and smoking and shooting guns. And I started hanging out with some of the older kids in the neighborhood. And that's when the trouble really started. I was the youngest in the crowd and I guess I had more to prove. The problem was, I never minded proving it. And I would do it over and over again. And before long, I was breaking windows at the school, starting fires in the field, beating up kids around the neighborhood. Everybody knew me, and everybody looked away. As well as cigarettes, I smoked weed in no time. I was drinking. Ray was always patient with me. He tried to reason with me and tell me what was right and wrong. And I listened to his words, but they had little effect on me. I was too much of a mother's son. And Ray, he was a good side of San Bernardino. And I was destined for the bad. And that's how it seemed to me, and I didn't question it. Then one day, we went to a clinic to take a DNA test to find out if I was really very son or not. And we took the test, and we left, and as we walked down the steps, we headed towards that Jeep. I looked over at him, and I saw a look of disappointment on the face. We didn't know the results yet, so I didn't know why he should feel that way. And maybe he hadn't wanted to take the test in the first place. We didn't have to wait long for those tests to come back. And the phone rang one day, and the next thing, 
I knew it was confirmed by mail. I wasn't Ray Sud. Ray said it didn't matter, but I felt confused and deflated. I'm sure Deborah didn't like the idea of another woman leaving her son with Ray to raise, especially when he had two of his own from a past relationship. I didn't like it either, and I started to rebel. I wanted my mom. These people were not my family, and I felt trapped. I didn't want to be someone's charity case. And Ray and his wife were good people, but I only felt anger and betrayal. Not long after that DNA test, my mother came. I stuffed my clothes into the trunk of her car, and I climbed in the passenger seat. Just like old times, we were headed for Redlands to live with my aunt. And I couldn't have been happier. I needed my real family. But I would soon come to miss the peacefulness and security of living with Ray.